Hey everybody, hello and welcome to this edition of the John Sanders Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it. This episode is episode number nine and I'm glad that you're giving it a listen. Today I'm joined by Scott Hurlbert with Simply Vegas Commercial. Scott, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah, no worries. So uh, what's going on, man? You're the very first guest of the 20. 20- 20 year I, I appreciate you taking some time did you have a good new year had a great new year and uh this year 2020 looks like it's going to be even better awesome so real quick fill the listeners in uh just a bit how long have you been in real estate um i got into real estate in 1994 i uh started out in residential real estate working for century 21 i was 20 years old did that for a little while realized that even at 20 years old i wasn't really much into the the color of the carpet or the appliances or the kitchen cabinets and things like that. So I kind of got turned off at real estate. And uh, at one point, I met a guy in my office who was selling fourplexes. And he taught me how to do the uh, cap rates and like the different ways to evaluate an income property. And it really clicked with me because I could really understand the numbers. And we rent something for this amount and we sell it for X and our mortgage is this. That it would, um, that it really made sense to me, and I could relate to those buyers. Whereas I really, at 20 years old, I had just moved to Vegas. I didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't know my way around town. I didn't own a house, so I had a lot of hard time relating to the buyers. But the math side of it, I always understood. So I started out selling fourplexes, um, then uh, moved to uh, larger buildings, and did that for a long time. Where you know, I got in, I got lucky. And had a couple of the guys who worked for CB Richard Ellis who were too good to sell 20 and 30 unit apartment buildings were start referring me business, selling apartment buildings for a long time until about 2003 when the cap rates dropped to like 4%, kind of where they are now. And uh, so the residential market kind of took off and got back into residential real estate because um, the apartment markets didn't really make sense. And I had a lot of clients that owned investment properties and multiple properties. So I did that for a while. And I've, as you know, the 2008 market crash, I got into uh, REO sales for a while. Again, it was more of a non-residential purchase because I represented the banks. Um, so it was on the institutional side. I really understood and worked well with the banks, always doing a little bit of commercial here and there throughout. And then um, 2011, 2012, I moved over to Simply Vegas uh, and uh, John Gafford, the Broker here asked uh, Colt and I, Colt Amadon, my partner, to uh, start up a uh, commercial division for Simply Vegas, and uh, we've been doing that ever since, and it's been going great. Yeah, I can uh, attest to how good it's going for you and uh, Colton. It's been uh, it's been a great team, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. So, would you say then that like really truly the last call it seven years has has really been where your focus on commercial only has been. I'm, I'm sure that you help with or assist in some residential transactions here and there for great clients, but, but specifically like the last six, seven years, the, the focus has really been all on commercial real estate in the Las Vegas Valley. About 80, 80, 85% of my business is, is commercial. And, uh, you know, we pretty much focus on uh, retail, multifamily, uh, industrial, um, and, and, and office, we get a lot of referrals in house. Um, so, you know, as far as being able to, um, you know, John's pretty much given us carte blanche to be able to do all aspects of commercial because they're all very similar. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of the large brokerages, you have to focus in one special, one specific category. 
it kind of leads me to that the next question and, and where I really think that you're going to be a great value to those that are listening. You have a very unique experience uh, set or skill set that allows you to, to really dive deep and speak to agents, specifically residential agents that try to dabble in the commercial space, sometimes perhaps to the detriment of their client. Uh, you, I, I can, I'm sure, can speak of, of of successes, but maybe also some challenges, especially early on. That residential, but you were also commercial. You knew the numbers maybe a little bit more. But can you share a little bit, just from a, a broad sense, from a thirty thousand foot view, if you will, the challenges that residential agents can face as they start to move into helping uh, commercial uh, uh, investment buyers or, or people uh, in the commercial space. Well, I think one of the biggest challenges that I had getting into commercial real estate, besides uh, you know getting in at a pretty young age, is that getting getting simply getting a phone call back from the commercial brokers. The large brokers don't want to deal with residential agents, you know. So getting a call back uh, is very difficult, and you know it took probably three, four, five years before I started establishing relationships with some of these brokers, closing deals. Um, and getting them to call me back. So I think that one of the things is to deal with a commercial broker from your client's advantage is that Las Vegas is a very small town and the commercial brokerage community is, you know, one-tenth the size of the residential broker, license amount of licensed brokers. So being able to have those connections and just getting people to simply call you back is is a huge, was a huge hurdle that took forever to to get over, to close some deals, make some relationships, which you know took several years. I always tell people, I think one of the funniest things that I learned with the difference between residential and commercial real estate is that residential brokers and residential agents, myself included, you know, we feel like we're we feel like we're making our money by causing problems and arguing, and you and you kind of cause conflict with the other broker trying to represent your client in a residential transaction. In a commercial transaction, I find that. You're dealing with business owners and um, high type A individuals where, you know, they're used to bossing their employees around and telling people the way they want things done, where, you know, they hire you to do a job for them and they want to tell you how to do it, where you, where there's so few resident or commercial real estate brokers in town that the commercial brokers kind of work together to keep the deals together. And so in residential, you spend more, spend more time having conflict with the other broker and in commercial, you're more or less arguing with your client and having more conflict with your client and the brokers are trying to keep the deals together. Yeah, no doubt. I, I can speak to that obviously from the, uh, the NCS side of things. We have an amazing team and I know that you work with uh, Kelly Smith in our office uh, among some others, but uh, when, when uh, deals come in so often we see brokers on both sides working and doing everything they can to make sure that the deal is put together and then it's almost like a boxing match right they the the fighters go back to their corners but but their corners are the ones where the conflict is not so much inside the boxing ring and stupid metaphor or example but but we see it time and time again where the brokers are constantly communicating and that's where to your point about gaining the trust um, and getting the brokers to pick up the phone before they knew who you were um, could be a challenge because once you prove yourself and once you go to bat together to put a deal together to ultimately save it and then get it to close, the brokers are like, 
man, Scott knows what he's doing. Like, I'll work with him again. And you do that time and time again. And now you become huge value to your clients because of your relationships with brokers in, in town. You agree? I, I totally agree. The relationships are so much more important on the commercial side because you're dealing, you know, a lot of the brokers I've done multiple deals with at this point in my career, and it just makes everything go so much smoother. And you're going to get a deal together a lot easier than with, you know, if they don't know who you are and they don't know your reputation because they're going to question everything that you're done. You know, remember, like in the residential, we, you know, and the Board of Realtors is great for um, a lot of reasons that mediation and arbitration aspect of being a member of the Board of Realtors is great, but what most people don't know is most uh, commercial brokerages, especially the large firms, aren't members of the Board of Realtors. So that means that you don't have the um, ability to mediate or arbitrate a dispute for 500 bucks. You have to go to litigation, which can take years. And um, you know, if you screw something up, may not get paid but then also you can't go to the board of realtors and pay your 500 dollars and arbitrate for your commission you have to go to um a formal lawsuit and and litigate for that which um you know has happened in, in properties on the strip um and some of these larger you know like if properties inside the casino you're dealing with brokers that are out of state uh, you know maybe in la or miami indiana and they want to i mean they don't have a problem saying no we're not going to pay you on a on a hundred thousand dollar lease yeah so Colt and you together uh, put uh, really kind of formed the Simply Vegas commercial team, if you will. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't know if there's others within the Simply Vegas brand that are doing commercial. You're the, the primary two. But speak a little bit to your team, how it looks, um, uh, kind of what, what each role is, um, and then bigger picture, uh, Simply Vegas uh, and the brokerage specific to commercial real estate. Well, Simply Vegas Real Estate, um, we have two offices, in uh, one in uh, Henderson and one in Summerlin. And we have about 400 agents uh, collectively between the two offices. And, um, you know, their focus is like high-owned boutique, uh, like a luxury firm. So uh, John, John and Gavin got together and asked Colt Amadon and myself to uh, put together a commercial real estate a division for Simply Vegas uh, about three years ago, the formal uh uh, start a Simply Vegas commercial. And the biggest thing with that is that they, they they didn't want a lot of, they didn't want all the residential agents. Because we're a high-end luxury firm, we deal with a lot of high-end net worth individuals. So a lot of those people own businesses and have commercial needs. So that was a lot of business that was getting referred out outside the company to people, to Colt and myself, who were you know definitely capable of handling handling their needs. One of the problems that they had was that, you know, everybody, you know, with a resident with a real estate license you can do commercial you can do residential but doesn't mean you should um so you know it gets rid of they they wanted to have a commercial division we have about 14 agents that do uh that do commercial that are approved through simply vegas to do commercial and that's because those agents have done completed commercial deals in the past and um are proficient and qualified to do them what they didn't want and what Colt and I didn't want is we didn't want to have everybody in the company doing uh, commercial deals. And um, like I said before, the the commercial real estate uh, industry in Las Vegas is very small. So you have Simply Vegas agents or any agent, for that matter, doing deals that they are not qualified to do. We don't want to burn bridges and um, 
uh, amongst the community because it is so small and word gets out that, you know, hey, these guys don't know what they're doing. With Simply Basics Commercial, we have guidelines that we only allow certain agents that are qualified to do the deals, do the deals. And we've been very successful and it's been a very smooth uh, operation since we've opened. Yeah, I think the key words or key sentence that you said uh, is uh, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Uh, we've seen time and time again where um, unqualified agents see the commission check payday of an opportunity and try to try to handle the transaction only to mess it up so much so that it never sees the finish line. And on top of that, they burn a relationship. Um, when, when I started first started calling on uh, commercial brokers gosh well i was hired in uh, what 16 years ago with chicago title uh, on the commercial side first but one thing that stood out to me was how uh, how segmented commercial real estate was so you had industrial guys only did industrial if if they had an office deal they would kick it over to their office counterpart in the office same office guy to retail and retail guy to land so on and so forth they stay in their lane they don't get out of their lane so much so that I know that commercial brokers, many in town um, who do have their real estate license, they could do a residential transaction, maybe even their own, but they'll go to a, res- a residential agent. One, they don't want to waste the time, but two, they don't know the intricacies of all that's entailed in that deal. So they stay in their lane, they only do what they do, and they do it really, really good. Okay, so if, if there's one thing that you could share as advice to residential agents that are entertaining this idea of moving into the commercial space, what would it be? Um, I think that, I mean, the biggest thing is you don't know what you don't know. Um, and unfortunately, you know, when you deal with, uh, you know, an 11-page, you know, residential board contract that's basically a fill-in-the-blank deal, um, versus a commercial contract, which could be five pages or it could be 60 pages. Um, there's so many places to make errors in commercial deals um, that, you know, even doing this as long as, you know, Colt and I have, you know, you still, you still catch things. Um, I think that, and, and I think that the biggest thing is going from a residential deal to a commercial deal is that, you know, you have to have thick skin. You can't be emotionally attached to the deal I mean, I've worked on a, a deal, you know, in Caesar's Forum Shops that was 14 months in negotiation and fell out, and it was a $120,000 commission. So, I mean, you have to have a lot of deals. If you're going to do commercial, do commercial, and you have to do a lot of it to make a living because, you know, deals fall out four months, six months in. You know, it could take two, two to six months or a month to six months just to negotiate a commercial lease. Um so I think that, you know, you have to do, if you want to do commercial, you have to do a lot of it. Um, just, you know, or, or you're going to starve. You can't do, you, it, you can't do one deal and have faith that it's going to close 30 or 45 days from now. Um, because, uh, you know, it, it, there's, a, there's a really good chance it's not. And it, it, you could work six, six months, eight months on a deal and never get paid. Um, so I think that, the biggest thing that I can say is that, you know, if, if you can't do one commercial deal and go, oh, I, I do commercial now mm-hmm. um, because I've been doing this for a long time. And, you know, I still I mean, almost every deal you do is, you know, completely different than that. Yeah, no doubt. And again, I mentioned it a little earlier, but so often uh, the horror stories that we hear 
uh, agents will have the end game in mind. They'll see, to your point, $120,000 commission potential. They don't know all the work that goes into it, but they see the, the shiny object, real shiny object in some cases at the end and think, well, I can make this work. And, and then it doesn't, and, and nobody's better off because the deal didn't close. But a, a final question, a kind of two-part. First, I'd love for you to share how people can get to, in contact with you. But also, um, as it relates to uh, referral business, obviously you work with the Simply Vegas offices and you take referrals internally. But if somebody out there had a commercial deal as a residential agent and they just didn't want to work with it, are you allowed to accept those and work for them? How does that work? And then, like I said, finish it up with uh, with uh, how they can get in contact with you. Yeah, um, we take referrals. I mean, I take referrals from any agents. I, I mean, I used to own a Keller Williams. I was at Century 21 for uh, 11 years. And um, I mean, I get a lot of referrals from agents that I've worked with in the past and um, a lot of brokers, um, I get referrals from Life Realty, um, from Platinum, um, from several several other brokers that I've worked with in the past that um, you know, some some brokerages just don't want their agents doing commercial because of the liability and the additional insurance that's involved. So we take we take referrals from all all companies um, and you know any any real estate agents and pay a referral fee. Um, Colt, uh, uh, my partner, I think he just paid out a forty thousand dollar referral fee. Um, and that was just the referral portion of it to an agent. And all they did was just call him up and give the phone number and the name to the client. And uh, he closed the deal. So that was awesome. I mean, to make $40,000 for, uh, for uh, basically just handing over a phone number and a contact. Um, but if you need to reach me, I can be reached at um, scott at simplyvegascre.com. Or uh, my direct phone number is 702 682 0072. Awesome, man. So uh, thank you again for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of my podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave me a review or rate us on iTunes, Spotify, and the other podcast platforms. Uh, If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Facebook. Just search for John Sanders. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at SandersPGA and LinkedIn as well. Uh, If you're looking to make a real estate purchase anywhere in the United States, I'd love to help you out. Uh, I'm not a real estate agent, but I work with some of the best commercial and residential brokers in the business, Scott included, uh, and I'd love to refer you to one of my partners. Thanks again for listening.